Jaron Solomon here from Solomon Brothers Jewelers. My family has been helping customers pick out the perfect engagement ring for decades. We know it can be an overwhelming process with lots of questions like, how much should I spend on an engagement ring? Does a two carat diamond cost twice as much? What is a lab-grown diamond? Our team of diamond experts is here to answer all of your questions and walk you through all options to help you pick out the ring of their dreams at Solomon Brothers Jewelers in Buckhead or Alpharetta, online at SolomonBrothers.com. On another exciting episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, the prisoner break is going wild, and we get to see Deku in full vigilante mode. We're going to talk about My Hero Academia Season 6, Episode 19, right after these ads we have no control over. Jaron Solomon here from Solomon Brothers Jewelers. My family has been helping customers pick out the perfect engagement ring for decades. We know it can be an overwhelming process with lots of questions like, how much should I spend on an engagement ring? Does a two carat diamond cost twice as much? What is a lab-grown diamond? Our team of diamond experts is here to answer all of your questions and walk you through all options to help you pick out the ring of their dreams at Solomon Brothers Jewelers in Buckhead or Alpharetta, online at SolomonBrothers.com. Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data-driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. Sing along if you know the words. One, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, conversation, and a celebration of a favorite action animated series, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action animation and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. I'm your host, Suhara Lee. Andrew and Jay Scotty have been sucked into the quantum realm, haven't quite gotten back yet. So I'm here to make sure that you still get your My Hero Academia talk, because that's just what we do. In regards to announcements, I think the only thing that's really out there is that Vox Machina Season 2 is fully up on Amazon now. For those of you who have been curious, I have finally started Season 2, so we'll be caught up soon. We're definitely going to have a podcast that just covers the whole season. We're excited to talk about it. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, as I already stated, Quantumania is out in theaters. Go check that out. Not quite animation, but, you know, anything Marvel's always excited to see in the theaters. Aside from that, let's talk My Hero Academia. We got some feedback from TJ Stafford, but I'm going to run through the synopsis first, because, as usual, it is a very descriptive feedback. So, My Hero Academia, Season 6, Episode 19, Full Power. Ketsubutsu Academy, third years, Yo and Tatsumi have received reports of a jailbreaker causing destruction nearby, Enter a nearly abandoned city in order to evacuate the remaining civilians. Yo attempts to convince them, but they refuse, no longer trusting in heroes and believing they can fend off danger and protect themselves. Shortly after they encounter the aforementioned jailbreaker, Muscular, who Yo attempts to fight off while Tatsumi goes to protect the civilians. Yo is pinned down, but even after using his quirk at full power, Muscular has the upper hand and nearly kills him until a hooded Deku, covered in purple smoke, appears to save him. Muscular recognizes them from their fight in the forest, and excitedly prepares to fight him. Deku hands the unconscious Yo to Tatsumi and re-enters the fight. The six-user N warns him not to overuse his quirk smokescreen, as Deku uses new arsenal abilities and experience to get the upper hand on Muscular. He attempts to reason with him, asking why he causes trouble, even referring to him by his real name, but Muscular declares that all he cares for is... Wanton destruction? 
the hell is wanton? I thought it said wanton for a second. Anyways, taking advantage of his muscular fibers being destroyed by Yo, Deku punches him with the Detroit Smash, knocking him unconscious. While Deku brings muscular to prison, the civilians agree to evacuate with the Ketsubutsu students, not wanting anyone else to get hurt. Deku temporarily reunites with All Might before heading off to deal with the next threat. Several days prior to the hospital, Izuku awoke to learn the injuries on his body were not as fatal as they initially believed due to his increase in strength in his body. He and All Might then tell Deku's mother the truth behind One for All, with Izuku saying he won't be returning to UA in order to protect everyone, with Shigaraki targeting him. He comforts his tearful mother, telling her he will return to her, with All Might saying that he will stay by his side. They decide to team up with Endeavor, Hawks, Best Genius, using Izuku as bait to lure the villains out of hiding. Before leaving the hospital, Izuku visits Gran Torino, who tells him killing can be a way to save, and hands him his scarf to wear. Oh man, this was such a good episode. And one of my favorite things about Deku's growth is that we know for a fact that he's been capable that he's powerful, that he cares about protecting people, and that he's good at it. But a lot of what we've seen of him in the past, in the past five seasons, is him acting out of fear and extreme caution and panicking and questioning, and it's all emotionally driven. This is the first time we've seen him with this high scale of self-confidence. For him to just casually talk to the other users and come up with the plan which he's good at doing like we've seen his notebooks he's, he understands and he's very observant of the people that he's fighting and the people that he's fighting with but to see this calm cool and collected version of him just put it together and knock out muscular who almost killed him at an earlier point in time like whoa Everything about that fight scene was so good. Like, a part of me wanted to be stretched out, and the part of me was just so proud of him for being able to knock it out that quick. I, I just, I can't get over the, the depth of this. I absolutely loved the hood. I thought it was the silliest thing, and I was wondering, like, why he kept putting it as part of his uniform, even though he never put it on. But the way that we have, like, the engaging, piercing All Might eyes like within the eye part of the mask is just a really good look i'm for it i love this vigilante version of him i love the gran torino scarf around his neck for those who know me the first my hero academia movie i think is arguably like my favorite anime movie and what i appreciate about it is that they did a lot of stuff in there that could be canon but does it need to be canon and the fact that we're getting little things like, hey, thanks for, um, this is Deku talking to All Might, thanks for reaching out to the scientists in America and getting me these bands that can suppress some of the pain. That's something that we saw in the movie. And I absolutely love that little callback for it because like everything in that movie like actually matters in the real world is becoming more and more canon. And the story and the action, we could do a whole episode just talking about how much I love that movie, but it really, really was great. And I'm loving that we're getting that callback and more things are being canon. All right, let's read this feedback from TJ Stefan. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a team up! 
Actually, you could say we have a couple. We have our top three heroes, along with All Might, and Midoriya working to draw out Shigaraki. Arguably the more interesting team in my opinion is Midoriya's developing relationship with the Vestiges. Theoretically, he can now communicate with all of them easily now and get advice about using each of his developing quirks right there in the field. Obviously, this is working fairly well since Deku was able to defeat Muscular so easily this time around. After all the evacuations, so much of the city is empty and the villains have free reign of the place just about. This makes me think we are entering into an Arkham City, Arkham Knight scenario where the villains own the streets and divide them amongst, them amongst their own separate factions. Our heroes, however, are presumably on their own. I doubt Endeavor or Best Genus have any of their agency's resources at their disposal, and Hawks has mentioned that the Safety Commission is more or less out of play. I'm very interested to see how this new team of heroes adapt to this new paradigm. Can't wait to hear what you guys think, TJ Stafford. I think that Endeavor and Best Genus... Well, okay, we are saying the same thing here. I misunderstood when I was reading it the first time. I thought that you were saying that, like, because things were breaking down, that they just didn't have the reason. Yeah, like, I'm sure that, like, they still have their people, but they're just, like, spread out and trying to help with stuff. And, like, as we saw in the last episode, like, heroes are just quitting now, too. Like, yeah, we don't want to deal with this. This is what we signed up for. So I'm sure that their agencies are just very, um, very thinned out right now, which is really sad. And I'm glad that we were able to see the heroes that we like we were i don't want to say excited it was cool seeing villains that we knew escaping from the prison so now i like that we're seeing heroes that we haven't engaged with in a while dealing with it i wasn't blown away to see yo and Ta tatami but seeing the fight scene with yo was just like it's nice that this world building has grown to the point where it's like I may not remember your name or your power, but I've seen you before, and I'm excited to see, like, how this is tying all back in. Uh, so it's cool to see what other villains we'll see, what other heroes we'll see from other schools that may pop back up. I know uh, <laughs> Aizawa's got his giggly little love interest, supposed love interest. Maybe he's just her love interest. Uh, so it'd be cool to see her pop up again, that crazy hurricane dude that kept fighting with Todoroki. Like, all these capable and determined heroes are out there, and it would be nice to see them in some capacity again. It is nice that we got to see just how badly decimated everything is, too. Because we were talking about, like, how do you get the people, like, I, I'm just going to call them, like, like, refugees now, into the schools. Like, can you really house that many people? And I don't think they're being... I don't think they're expressing enough, like, how many people just died from this. Like, it's not even about just people being homeless. Like, a lot of people died in this. And it really is, like, especially if you're watching, like, Last of Us right now, this, like, apocalyptic feel within the My Hero Academia world of people just, like, coming together in whatever shops they can get and building up their own forge and trying to fend for themselves, like... It's super scary stuff, and if you kind of tie those things together, it just kind of adds the intensity to it. Man, this episode was really good. I'm really bummed that Scoots and Andrew aren't here to talk about it, because that, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Like, we had all of this insane fighting to all the um, emotional consequences of it, and now we're getting the action back, and it's a good balance of it. That was a good... That was a good uh, 
you know, dipping your toes in the water of just seeing the situation of everything, adding a little bit of action to it. And if you guys watch the next time on, then you know what the plot is. We know our next arc is officially starting. You know, we're back in action mode and it's going to be really exciting to watch. I don't think I've missed anything. I definitely like the Arkham City and Arkham Knight stuff that you mentioned, TJ. Those were great games. Such great games. I'm kind of bothered that Gotham Knights doesn't feel as smooth as that game does. Just, I'm not going to get into that. I am not going to get into that. Um, Poor Izuku's mama. Like, poor All Might had to, like, beg to get him to stay at the school. And then it's just kind of like, I'm sorry, you got him in how much more trouble now? And any time All Might cries just makes me cry. It's just, it's so heartbreaking to see. He's such an inspirational character. such a wonderful person. And the fact that he can't jump in and help out, like, uh, it's so hard to watch. I love All Might so much. All right. Uh, don't think I have anything else. So, as always, we love hearing from you guys. So be sure to check out our socials. Be sure to DM us. Animation Deliberation on Facebook and Instagram. Animation Deliberation Podcast at gmail.com. Animation Delib 1 on Twitter. Hit us up. We would love to talk to you. If you guys, like, we're still doing minutes. We're just not watching, like, too much stuff around. So if you guys want to send, a, like, a minute voice recording of your thoughts on Anything animation related, whether it's something we're weekly talking about or not, send it in. Love to hear your voices. We love to talk. Uh, I think that's it for me today, so tune in next time. That's T-O-O-N-I-N, and as always, stay well. Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get over 50% off a membership plus coupons. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in McDonough. Visit BJ's.com slash McDonough or the BJ's Membership Center on Highway 81 West. Limited time offer, new members only. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just
just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 